0: One of the reasons why people love the zombie apocalypse stories are because everybody thinks that they'd be the person who'd survive.
1: You know the crazy cat people, the kind of people who are a little bit unhinged and really love the cats? Yeah. They're pretty much pre-zombies. They're already carrying the zombie plague.
0: Hopefully... Either George or Alex or both will live to tell the tale, though judging by the tone of the book, I find that highly unlikely. Hello and welcome to Shark Live Royal. I'm Matt.
1: And I'm Dave. Hello.
0: Okay, and what this is, it's kind of like an online book club. What what we do is we take a book and we split it into different parts and then every week we tell you how far to read. And if you want to read along with us, you read that amount of the book that week and then at the end, we do a podcast on what you've just read. That sounds fair enough? Sounds good to me. That sounds fairly straightforward. This month, we're going to be doing a book called Zombie Apocalypse, uh, created by Stephen Jones. And uh, along the way, if you want to send us some feedback, uh, let us know what you think of the book as well. Just uh, send it to Podcast at gmail.com. That's sharkliveroyalpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can get in touch with us on Twitter at at Royal. So, Zombie Apocalypse. Dave, just give us a bit of background to why we're doing this book.
1: Uh, We're doing this because of our friends at the Underground Book Club, uh, which is a new initiative. It's been going for a couple of months in London. Um, And the idea is commuting in London uh, can be uh, a pretty um, isolated and, dare I say, infuriating experience, and that reading good books can be a way to, uh, to enjoy that. Now, you can read the book and get a lot out of the book just by itself but the idea of the underground book club is if you want you can print off uh, a little bookmark or you know something to kind of hang over the back of your kindle or over the book as you read it um... to indicate to other members of the underground book club that you're reading the same book as them and uh... you are you would be willing or uh, happy to talk about it so it's kind of a way of getting conversation started on the on the tube so we decided to read along so uh... this month october Uh, The Underground Book Club are doing Zombie Apocalypse, and therefore so are we. Um, You can find out more about the Underground Book Club at facebook.com forward slash underground book club or they're on Twitter as at Urgrund Book Club. So U-G-R-N-D Book Club. Excellent. Um, So, uh, yeah, so go check them out.
0: So we're going to do zombie apocalypse for this month now it's it's quite i mean i just picked up a copy yesterday i've never read it before it's sort of a a typical zombies try to take over the world can mankind survive book which there are a lot of these around but the sort of difference of of it and it's sort of individual selling point is it's a collection of different authors who've contributed to it and it's kind of like an archive of uh different people's experiences of this uh zombie outbreak starts in london and then it flicks between different people from different points of view so Mm. it's yeah it's a bit of a different way of telling uh, a fairly familiar story
1: Mm. that can only be a good thing because um i i enjoy a good zombie movie as much as the next guy um but I have to say, I haven't quite followed why zombies have become the most Im- impressive thing in the world for everybody to write about recently. Like, you know, I- I'm the sort of Philistine that thinks Shaun of the Dead was the last word on the topic. So I'm quite intrigued by this kind of slightly different approach to it. It's, it in some ways it's similar to the kind of World War Z approach, because it is a kind of... You know, World War Z's kind of a, a, an oral history of it, you know, with interviewing people after the fact. And this is yeah. much more kind of documents and scraps of letters and stuff found. So it looks dead interesting. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, I, I think I, I'm i a bit of a, a fan of zombie stuff as well. Um, probably a little bit more than you. I, I watch things like The Walking Dead on, uh, on the TV series. And uh, I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan. I don't, I don't own all, you know, the limited edition copies of George A. Romero's stuff. Uh, but the, yeah they're quite it's quite good fun to uh to watch a bit of uh zombie fiction every now and then and i'll, I'll read a bit of zombie fiction every now and then um mm. I, actually zombies are the kind of thing that really do you know when everyone has a thing that really creeps them out and really scares mm. them zombies is the thing that has always done it for me whenever i used to play resident evil when i was little yeah. it used to scare the crap out of me and yeah. um just this thought of um, I think it's the fact you can run away from them, but the real horror is that they just slowly grind you down because they just keep coming and keep coming and keep coming, yeah. and yeah. you can never really feel safe. And I think with other things that are scary, sometimes it's a, it's a shock and it's a, it's a, you get the adrenaline burst of having to fight a terrifying monster, but once you've escaped it, you've escaped, and you never really have with something like the zombie apocalypse.
1: Uh, well, this is very true. Um, mm-hmm. And clearly, you've experienced this as a very kind of realistic threat. You kind of you talk there as though you've actually had to fight off the various different monsters <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> of yeah. popular mythology. Yeah. You know, in my in my <laughs> direct personal experience, I found that zombies are much more difficult to fight off than, let <laughs> us say, werewolves. Because werewolves they attack you, but then you just take them out. Done. Yeah. Zombies. They'll keep coming.
0: They'll yeah. keep coming. You see, there are only a limited number of werewolves in the world, I'd imagine. Whereas zombies are just... be many as many as there are people in the world. They can be anyway. Um, yeah. So, kind of kind of creepy, you know. Kind of worrying. <clears throat> something that will keep you up at night. Also, actually, I think with, one of the reasons why people love the zombie apocalypse stories are because they um everybody thinks that they'd be the person who'd survive... Um, because they know how to deal with it and they wouldn't panic like everybody else. But, you know, statistics suggest that you probably would be one of the people panicking like everyone else or you'd be one of the people who have the fantastically bad luck to be somewhere like on the tube when it happened or uh, the one one I'm terrified about is something like that happening when I'm at the football because you look around and think, fucking hell, there's no way you're getting out of here alive if there was a zombie outbreak now. This is, what, this is the problem of actually, yeah. you, you know, exposing yourself to too much zombie fiction. You start thinking like that in the real world. Um, and and there are, I know there are other people who do that, uh, but it doesn't make you <laughs> feel any less damaged by, <laughs> by, from that knowledge. So that's my um, that's, sort of I, take well, on this. I'm zombies. glad about
1: that, because I think if you, if you started to believe that that was a rational response to living in the world, was yeah. to imagine what it would be like when the zombie apocalypse came. Yeah, that, that would that would be if you actually thought that was the right thing to do, that would be quite troubling.
0: I think it's also with reading things like I've read uh, the Max Brooks zombie survival guide, which I think they ever bought you for, for Christmas one year. You did. Um, shows you did? the twisted relationship that we have. But um, <laughs> but I, I remember thinking sitting up uh, when I read that in, in the flat that I have in London at the moment, thinking, well, if there was an outbreak tomorrow, I could fill the bath. Um, we're fairly secure up here; just one door in. There's a skylight, so we can get out onto the roof. I think be, it would be would not be too bad. We might be okay. And then it just hit me that I'm living in London, which is probably the worst place to live if <laughs> one of these kind of things happened. So you know, Dave, there are pros and cons. Um, and
1: uh, absolutely. absolutely. One of the big
0: cons is you start thinking like this uh, in the real world. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm, okay. I'm
1: looking forward to. I'm looking forward to reading the book. I've. Uh, I, I have. I've prepared or found some material that I think might be useful to kind of focus our minds on oh, yeah. the zombie apocalypse uh, oh, experience, great. if I may. Yeah. Um, so this is this is from cracked.com, and it's five scientific reasons a zombie apocalypse could actually happen. Oh, God. And I'm not going to read all five, because I think terror is better experienced one little drip at a time. So <laughs> I <I'm> just... <laughs> So um, number five on the list then for this time out is uh, brain parasites, uh, which you, you may have seen if you played Resident Evil Four. You played Resident Evil Four, Matt?
0: Um, yes, yes, I have. Uh, that's the one. Is it in like some weird part? Is it in Spain? It's set, and you got to go um, and rescue that little girl who's in the mansion and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Rescuing think... a little girl in a mansion sounds about par for um for,
0: yeah. for Resident yeah. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I have. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, oh god, football, that's 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 um, that's the one with the guy. Just, sorry, just quickly there. That's the one with the guy who chases after you. He's got a bag yeah. on his head and a chainsaw. It's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I have. I remember playing that. <laughs> Horrible. Thanks for bringing it up. Well, it, what else it, have you to say? It may
1: interest you, then, Matt, to to learn that the um the 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 central plot device of that particular game, which turns people into zombies, are brain parasites. Um, little, little bacteria that get into your brain and change the way you think, right? Yeah. Um, Now, we read this and we think, well, that's all very far-fetched, isn't it? There's no bacteria getting into my head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about a little thing called Toxoplasmososa gondii, right?
0: (laughs) Is that the right pronunciation? That's,
1: well, as you might be able to tell, not a biologist.
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> Go on, yeah.
1: Um, According to Cracked.com, uh, this bug infects rats but can only breed inside the intestines of a cat, right? Right. So the parasite knows that it needs to get the rat inside the cat. Yeah. So it takes over the rat's brain and makes it run towards the cat.
0: Oh.
1: It, it causes rats to act in a suicidal manner in order to get where it needs to be, right? <laughs> Um, yeah. Now, the creepy. really screwed up, the really, really terrifying thing is that cats, obviously, therefore, are carriers of Toxoplasmosa, right? Yeah. Which means that, you know the crazy cat people, the kind of people who are a little bit unhinged and really love the cats? Yeah. They're pretty much pre-zombies. Mm. They're already carrying the zombie plague, right? And And it passes from human to human, so actually half the human population of Earth already carries this. And there have mm. been studies and all sorts, like a change, literally changing personality causes much higher chance of absolutely losing your crap.
0: So you can be, so people are carrying this already. Yeah. The weird brain bug, but it just hasn't infected the brain, because I assume we're immune to it. Otherwise, you'd see people running around that's lying exactly down right. asking cats to eat them. Well, that's yeah, that's a bit unnerving. <laughs> and if you've got, if you've got a cat, next time you yeah. look, next time he comes in the room, just maybe you shouldn't get too close, because. They carry
1: brain parasites. Just just next time the cat looks at you as though you are the staff, just remember <laughs> he's actually thinking you are the prey. Yeah. Always remember that.
0: Yeah, always remember if you're on the subject of cat owners, always remember that uh, if your cat was bigger than you, he'd eat you without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> just a little thing to think about. I like cats, but, you know, I'm under no illusions that they... Uh, they, they don't really like us that much. We're just there yeah. to serve a purpose.
1: They're not your friends.
0: So, yeah. So, th- this book, you know, judging by Dave's five reasons that the zombie apocalypse could actually happen, this book is is part fictional story and part useful handbook for the future, possibly. <laughs> oh, God, could you imagine if, if it did happen and someone came across this podcast in years to come <laughs> and they'd be like, Look, listen to them, the Blase Attitude. No wonder half the world ended up infected. They
1: don't even know the horror.
0: Okay, so um, if you want to read along with us... I mean, if you want to read the whole book and then just listen to our four-part thing all at once, go for it, you know, free world, it's up to you. But um, if you want to read along with us, um, then unfortunately this book doesn't have page numbers or any discernible chapters, so what we'll do is just find a part which we think would be a good place to stop and for, so for this week people will reading along with us if you want to read up to and including the um this diary if there's a handwritten diary and it talks about characters including there's someone called George and someone called Alex mentioned in this handwritten diary which forms part of the book if you if you read up to that point and read the diary and then stop and that's where the podcast will go up to next week does that make sense
1: I think it makes sense.
0: Yeah. So if you're reading um, Zombie Apocalypse with us, then by next week, read up to uh, the the diary uh, which features in the book which includes names, the names George and Alex, characters George and Alex, they're referenced. I don't know who they are. I don't know what happens to them. I haven't read that far yet. Uh, Hopefully, either George or Alex or both will live to tell the tale, though judging by the tone of the book, I find that highly unlikely. So... Enjoy your journey into <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. Dave, are you ready for it?
1: I'm ready Hello? for it, Matt. I was born ready.
0: <laughs> there was a gap then as if you were thinking, actually, no, I'm not. <laughs> am I ready? Let me think yeah. No
1: Matt, no, there's no hesitation. I'm ready. Yeah.
0: Well I'm I am i I'm really excited about it. I can't wait to get stuck into it. And um and we'll be back next week with the, the first part of Zombie Apocalypse on Shark Liver Oil. bosh oh is it so we just end it there yeah
1: yeah that's ended all right didn't it yeah
0: okay